0: Part 1 Chapter 4 of Israel's Faith This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Susan Florshinger, Montana. Israel's Faith by Nathan Solomon Joseph More About God Chapter 4 more about god we have seen that god is good and merciful but we wish to know still more about him one god is ethereal that is he always did exist and always will exist how do we know this if he did not always exist there must have been some time when he was himself created by someone else but that would be nonsense For when we speak of a Creator, we mean a being who was the first cause of everything. There could not have been a Creator prior to the first cause of Creator of all. And as we cannot imagine a beginning to time, we cannot imagine a beginning to God. Hence we may declare that God has existed forever. But how can we tell that God always will exist? We can only judge of the future by the past. We cannot believe it possible for time and creation to come to an end. And while these exist, there must always be a creator to rule and govern the world. 2. God is immutable. That is, he never changes. How do we know this? You might argue that since the works of the creator showed constant change, that the Creator Himself must likewise be changeable. But this would be a false conclusion. It is quite true that we see change everywhere in nature. Without it, there would be no life. But that change is always produced in precisely the same manner, and always in the same order. For instance, if you take a pound of ice, and pour boiling water upon it, the ice will melt, and however often you try the experiment, you will find that it will always require exactly the same quantity of boiling water to melt the pound of ice. Again, if you mix sand and potash in certain fixed proportions and put them in a furnace, they will produce the substance we call glass, but unless you keep to those fixed proportions, the glass will not be produced and as it is with small matters, so it is also with greater ones. The earth itself and all the planets revolve around the sun, each in a period peculiar to itself, a period which is always the same. We know exactly by calculation to a second when an eclipse will take place, long before it occurs. We know exactly to a second when there will be a new moon or full moon. Indeed, everything in nature has always been found to be so regular that people in olden times called any fixed order of things observed everywhere a law of nature. They ought to have called it a law of the Creator. If the laws of the Creator are thus unchangeable, what must the Creator be? surely he too must be free from all change immutable three god is incorporeal; that is he does not possess bodily form if god is unchangeable he cannot be composed of matter or have any bodily form for all things formed of matter or having bodily form are liable to change the hardest rocks crumble to dust in course of time Metals rust away to powder. Everything natural, or formed of matter, is changed by time. If then God is unchangeable, he must also be incorporeal. He must be without bodily form. You will perhaps ask, if God has no bodily form, what is he like? This is a question which no one can possibly answer. Some of us picture God as a great giant with enormous power. We must not think of God in that way at all, for then we would be no better than the ancient idol worshippers. When we think of our parents, we love them. We do not think so much of their looks or their form, but of their goodness and kindness to us. Probably no one ever loved his mother any less for her being ugly, or any the more for her being beautiful. And so we should think of God, we should think of his goodness and kindness to us, shown in his providing for our daily wants, of his wisdom and power, shown in the government of the world, of his mercy and forbearance, shown in his permitting sinners to live, that they may repent of their wickedness. And if we think of all these qualities, we need no other picture of God, For God is omniscient and omnipresent. That is, He knows and sees everything. He who creates and regulates all things must surely have a perfect knowledge of things before they take place. How could it be otherwise? Surely the great Creator must know everything which He has formed, and His power must be present everywhere among His works. Though we see Him not, For we discern his watchful care in all things. He who is the creator of every cause must also be aware of the effect, for both effect and cause are of his creation. So God must know everything. Our every thought and action are ever open to the gaze of the God who made us. 5. God is Omnipotent. That is, He is all-powerful. Let us try to understand this. It means that nothing is too great or too wonderful for the power of God to accomplish. We see His mighty power wherever we turn, in the giant mountains and in the vast deep, in the peaceful valleys and in the flowing streams, in the swift whirlwind and in the rolling thunder, in the rustling breeze and in the gentle dews. We see his power in the birds and beasts and fish, in the trees and shrubs and flowers, and in ourselves. We see his power in the earthquake and volcano, in the splendid sun, the gentle moon, and all the hosts of heaven, countless beyond number great beyond measure, stretching through space beyond limit. Looking at these, his glorious works and remembering that he rules and regulates all of them by his own power and will. Who shall say that there can be a limit to the power of God? He moves worlds and keeps them ever moving. Can we imagine anything requiring greater power. He gives life and makes that life bring forth fresh life without end. Can we doubt the power of the great being who works such wonders? Surely not. God is omnipotent, all-powerful. End of Part 1, Chapter 4 Recording by Susan Florshinger, Montana.